Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Colquitt will hold it. Twenty twenty tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the boulevard. It's good. And the Chiefs take a twenty three to twenty lead with four seconds left in regulation. And Harrison Butker kicks some. You know what? Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom. How's it going, Chiefs Kingdom? You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox, the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo, Tom Childs, and not backing us up at safety this week is our very own Dave Barnett because he's swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> where is he? It's the off season. We're now into the silly season where we never see Dave, and he just kind of <laughs> just makes appearances. Yeah, pretty much now. Um, yeah. He's Manchester Titan football is coming up soon. He's got a new role as a coach. He's reti- officially retired as a player, hasn't he? So um, uh, he's going to be busier than ever. So don't be surprised to have a lot of shows with just me and Brad. And of course, that means when it's just me and Brad, there will be no video because we're too stupid to be able to put the video together. So the video podcast will include Dave. When he's not around, I'm afraid it's just audio. But yeah. It, w- it was fine for everyone two weeks ago, so it's got to be fine now. We're just like monkeys operating a laptop, aren't we? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's a good job we've got like this software that does pretty much everything for us. All we need to do is press publish afterwards, and that's that's it done. Yeah, just press a button. Yeah, that's pretty it. much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, well, oh well, well, I'm sure we'll crack on without him, mate, um, while he's enjoying himself and, I don't know, whether he's you know, enjoying his free time or whether he's making plays I don't know <laughs> in more ways than one <laughs> <laughs> uh, right so yeah so Super Bowl weekend it produced one of the greatest moments in football history since well since forever as we saw a huge achievement from a dynasty that shows no signs of stopping anytime soon uh, a team that doesn't have many superstars but with sheer teamwork and perseverance they found a way to do it all again and win Fanball 5 <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Your UK-based Kansas City Chiefs fans from Arrowheads Abroad retained their fanball title from last year to win it again, back to back. The dynasty is running away with itself, mate. It is. Um, great, great <laughs> intro, by the way. It was I, it, about Three half. No, about halfway through, I tweaked what was coming because. <laughs> I know that you would never be that nice about the Patriots because I know you despise them in every way, shape and form. But yes, we kind of have a mini dynasty on our hands now. We've now won two straight um, and we won this year's one comfortably as well. If we, We scored over 30 points in both games and unlike the Chiefs, we can actually play defense. I think we conceded like... 19 points in two games but scored yeah. over 70 so it, we played really really well and I think the other two teams are I kind of look at themselves thinking do they actually want to take part in it next year because of the beatdown <laughs> they got from us this year yeah we had the uh, the UK Packers and we had the UK Jets as well which uh, it was great really I was it was fantastic that the the Jets came for the first their first year wasn't it in, uh, mm-hmm. in Fanball 5 and they seemed to really enjoy themselves didn't they they had a really good fun and they uh, did and it's everyone, absolutely. And where we played, we played smack bang in central London, uh, in a park, public park. And so 
there was people walking everywhere and you could tell that people were genuinely intrigued about this game of American football going on. Okay, granted it was only flag football, but for many people, I should imagine it would have been the first time that they'd seen any form of American football being played in a park or in a public space. So it was really incredible to see all the dog walkers and all like lovey-dovey couples, everyone, families just stopping and thinking, why is there a bunch of 30-year-old folks in the field with flags attached to their hips? Like, what's going on? Throwing some weird shit ball around. What's that? That's not rugby. That's not how you throw a rugby ball. (laughs) Why is that ball not going backwards? That's what they were wondering. But... Yeah, it was a really good day and thank you to everyone that come along and thank you to the Jets and the Packers guys especially for coming along and trying to put up some competition. Hopefully next year they put up a little bit more. But this event is getting bigger and bigger. I know the plan is next year to move it to Manchester because mm. um, it seems to be the only way we can get Dave to playing it. Um, <laughs> Take but it yeah, to him. Next year I think we're going to go bigger. I think we're going to get more teams involved. I, th- I think the Eagles already want in. We're going to look to get the Ravens in and yep. generally make it a big event and I personally want it to become an event that the authorities over here the NFL authorities they can't ignore it because it it is completely fan run this event and the bigger it becomes the more of an event it will become and eventually it will hopefully get like the time that it deserves because it is it's it's an incredible event and the more we do it the better it'll be and so on and so forth and the more teams we get to beat and the and our dynasty becomes greater (laughs) yeah 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 that sounds good mate yeah but i mean it was good because we had uh, i mean i've i've only played ever once before Mm -hmm. um and we had a couple of people there um even like the jets you know the jets a lot of them probably didn't play before or they probably just viewed it before and that kind of thing but they they all understood the rules and everybody was you know really getting involved and helping each other out and stuff like that um it was good i I loved it i was and in fact i've actually looked at setting some kind of flag football thing up here just as a bit of a mess around with a few bits but i just want to get involved it's good you should it's uh, arguably the form that you're going to play it when you set up a team and into actual competitions and stuff it's probably not going to be as relaxed like you won't get what i was doing in the third game whilst the packers and the jets were playing each other they were having that game and i was refereeing it with a can of thatcher's haze in my hand <laughs> and, video ba- of that. and video basically of that. ignoring every single penalty like i probably could have called about 20 false starts and delay a game penalties but yeah. i just played it in the spirit of the game and then basically just stood there and started what was a very long journey to me being absolutely inebriated for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was all good fun. I really enjoyed it. And like you said, it, it's only going to get bigger, mate, moving mm-hmm. forward, isn't it? So, Absolutely. Uh, if, uh, if there is a, a fan base out there that wants to probably get involved in the next one, um, then just, yeah, just get in touch and we'll we'll see what we can do and see if we can fit into our tight schedule. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, enough of the fan ball. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Okay. Super. It's not Super Bowl. Super Bowl. No. Super Bowl. S- Super Bowl. I saw it as a headline on Monday morning. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, I missed that one, mate. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a bit late for me. Super Bowl. Yeah. It was. I mean, even at. I mean, me and you will sit and watch anything, won't we? But mm-hmm. around about the third quarter, we just went. We've had enough of this. Yeah. You know, you were waiting for this game to literally get started. And it's like watching a movie, isn't it? You, you you sit there through a movie and you think, All right, bit of a weak start, let's you know, let's see how it goes and it gets on a bit more a bit longer and you think, 
it's not really going anywhere this mm-hmm. I'll stick with it because I've paid me you know 12 quid to get in or whatever it is yeah and it still didn't it still didn't take off did it and it was just mm. got to the point where I was like let's just bin it let's just I, bin it off I actually had a similar experience on Saturday morning on Saturday morning I was going through Netflix and thinking what could I watch and yeah. a recent addition to Netflix has been The Great Wall yeah. Um, a film with Matt Damon and it's set in China. Matt Damon. Yeah it's, yeah, it's set in ancient China. There's monsters that are trying to get over the Great Wall of China. It's meant to be this all action, high flyer, blockbuster, whatever. After 25 minutes, I turned it off. And really? yeah, it just didn't <laughs> grab bad. me. Yeah, and I didn't care for the story. I just wasn't involved in it. I just thought it was terrible and turned it off. And that is where my problem was with the Super Bowl. I think if the Chiefs weren't as close as they were and the Rams didn't get into the Super Bowl the way they did, I think I would have enjoyed Sunday's game. But I think the fact that the Chiefs were so close and the fact that I felt like they should have been there and should had a coin flip gone the other way, had D Ford not lined up offside, then the Chiefs would be there, that I couldn't enjoy the Super Bowl regardless of how good a game it was like I normally love defensive football but I've been so used to high flying offense this season that I didn't really appreciate how well the defense is played part and parcel is because again what I said a minute ago I wasn't I didn't particularly care about either team but the other real part of me was thinking actually this is terrible terrible offense yeah like everyone's saying it's a defensive masterclass yes it was on Belichick's part but just make some adjustments Not make this game a little bit ex- yeah. yeah it was just boring and vanilla Sean McVay's meant to be this guy that has this brilliant offensive mind but he couldn't figure it out the Chiefs had a similar issue against the Patriots in both games they played against them this year but at least where they eventually couldn't get did, exactly he did sort it out didn't they after half time in both games they come out and scored 31 points they figured something out but the Rams just couldn't do it and that's not to say that the Patriots were good on offense because they were equally as bad they just happened to hit the one play that made a difference with the Brady pass to Gronk that was the difference in the game the fact that the the Patriots executed once and Jared Goff couldn't like he had Brandon Cooks wide open in the back of the end zone and he missed him okay Jason McCourty made a really good play but Jared Goff held the ball too long and just missed Brandon Cooks and it's just it wasn't good enough again I do think there is some a situation here where had it been a different route to the Super Bowl for the two teams then I would be more interested in it but the fact that I was pissed as a fart I was already tired from fan bowl and I didn't give two shits about either team ultimately made it a very boring Super Bowl for me I'm really eating a massive pizza between us we had we just finished off like a 26 inch pizza between us <laughs> yeah yes so, so we yeah were, we were going to be we, tired after that weren't we yeah we were full <laughs> we literally sang our hearts out the entire game we basically <laughs> sang chief songs the entire night we on a few podcasts ago we me and you sat here and made up some chants for chiefs players but well, we went beyond other beyond that on Sunday and was some just of them singing. we can't repeat no none of them we are, we can repeat we were singing for ages and ages and ages and I just think we were exhausted by the time that had reached the game had reached half time yeah. and then Maroon 5 comes on and produces that shower of shit oh, and so yeah, it was God. just it for me it was one of my worst Super Bowl experiences it wasn't the worst Super Bowl I watched it that was, was definitely no the two Broncos games were definitely worse because <laughs> The, the Seahawks Broncos game was funny because it was the Broncos taking a beat down. 
But ultimately, it was a terrible, terrible game. And then the Broncos-Panthers game was just sickening to watch. To watch the Broncos just dominate play after play after play just made them them two the worst two Super Bowls for me. It's strange, isn't it? When you look back at the, the, the playoffs that the the Patriots were playing. I mean, they played against the Chargers. The the Chargers were hotly tipped to uh, to you know end the Patriots, and it just it went totally the completely the other way that the the Chargers just could not stop the Patriots. Then we had the Chiefs game where it looked again they shut down the Chiefs in the first half. Yeah, okay, the Chiefs came out kicking and screaming in the second half and all that, but again the Patriots managed to get through the skin of t- skin of the teeth and. They did the same thing with the Rams, and mm-hmm. it makes you wonder, doesn't it? It's, it's it's almost like Belichick's got the other team's playbook. Like he would never do that, but <laughs> but those three games, the the three teams that the Patriots were facing looked nothing like what they played like through the season. No, they played three of the top five offenses in yeah. the NFL during the playoffs, and made them all look terrible at times um sometimes so the, the whole secret, game though? i have no idea for me this is one of the the greatest coaching demonstrations we've ever seen in the sport like this you do not put this super bowl run on tom brady's resume to be the greatest of all time no. this this super bowl run had nothing to do with tom brady this super bowl run was all belichick mm. and flores and you probably have to argue Julian Edelman as well because Julian Edelman did play lights out in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Sony Michelle as well. How how incredible was he? Mm. So yeah, you just have to respect how good Belichick is. He is the master. Tom Brady's still the goat, but Belichick won them this Super Bowl, and he has probably won them multiple more as well. But you just have to hold your hands up and just go. Except the fact that this guy is a genius, and well, he's, he's it's ring. Exactly, he's going to be a problem for us, no matter how long he come. He stays in the league. He's always going to be a problem, and he, without doubt, is the greatest coach of all time. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you there. It's all Belichick. Um, I think the whole thing, the whole dynasty, is all built around Belichick and and how he manages to get it right at the right times, doesn't he? He, he he's he's almost. Unmovable mm-hmm. in coaching terms, and and this was pretty much the, the the Super Bowl that, not the actual game itself, but like you said, the run and everything like that. It was just you have to doff your cap to him, mm-hmm. and absolutely, and and I there's nothing I could say bad about Belichick anymore. I mean, I used to I used to despise him and all that kind of thing because of the way he used to talk, but even now, even in the press conferences. I'm laughing at the way he's talking and and the way he is, and I, I'm I'm very much in that respect camp for mm-hmm. uh, for Belichick not so much Tom Brady but <laughs> um but but Belichick without a doubt he is the best head coach that the NFL's ever known absolutely um i know there's some crazy talk uh, recently that uh, people they should rename the uh, the Vince Lombardi trophy as the Bill Belichick trophy and everyone um, shot that down in like in imagine, seconds can imagine. you imagine that yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think that'll ever happen. But um, I mean, there's got to be some kind of recognition at some point at the end of his career, when he, whenever he decides to call it a day, that oh. you know he's going to have to get some recognition somewhere. Absolutely, um, because he has been the greatest without a doubt, and that's about enough Patriots 
ass kicking that ass kissing that I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Yeah, should we should we move on? The Super yeah. Bowl was shit. Let's go on. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, just, let's move on to something a bit more brighter, shall we? Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Patrick Mahomes. Oh. That guy could have my babies. He literally could. I wouldn't want him to because I wouldn't want him to be distracted from football. <laughs> but oh my. Yeah. Mahomes mania is clearly in Chiefs Kingdom and across America as well at the minute. I mean, yeah. he, he launched his, his new merchandise, was it today? Mm-hmm. And the amount of people have just gone, shut up, take my money. Because yeah. he's <laughs> he is printing money, that kid. Yeah. On on merchandise. I mean, the merchandise looks great, and it's all really well priced as well. I mean, I'm, it is. we're not we're not getting we're not getting paid to promote this, but we're already sticking our order in, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we certainly are. <laughs> um, you know, it's Mahomes Media is is taking over, and I could not. I felt like a proud parent when Mahomes' name was was just shouted out by Paul Rudd, who is a national treasure, by the way. Um, that. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. I mean, the Offensive Player of the Year award that he got earlier, I thought, if you ever were on my Twitter page, I was going nuts because I was thinking, do not mess this up, NFL. Do mm-hmm. not give him the Offensive Player of the Year and not the MVP. Do not give it to Drew Brees. <laughs> I was going livid. And and you could tell the whole kingdom was just like on tender hooks because they were thinking, oh, God, we didn't think he was going to win Offensive Player of the Year. But... That's not what we wanted him to win. We wanted him to win the MVP, and that speech as well. I think I speak for everyone when I say this, but that speech and when he when he mentioned the love from Chiefs Kingdom, that was it for me. I was like, right, this kid. I am all on board with this kid. I am all on board. I was before, you know, during the season and everything like that. But as soon as he mentioned that, I thought this kid gets the fan base he gets the organization he gets the history of this of this club and i cannot wait and i'm getting really excited though i mean i was excited before i'm really excited now for the year ahead he's just all business isn't he oh, he's just and brilliant. he knows exactly what he wants out of his sporting career and i think it comes goes back to his dad being a professional sportsman that yeah. certainly helped and it certainly made him more humble than a lot of people would be if they were in his position. Mm-hmm. Um, he just wants to work. He wants to win. There's no, there's no immaturity there. He's old before his time. It, I just love the guy. Like you saying about being a proud parent, right? The difference between me and you, you're probably old enough to be his parent. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> but I, 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 I get, I get the feeling. I know exactly what you mean. Like I'm I, so proud. I, I know and I and the fact that he won me hundred a hundred pound is amazing. Um, I had a pound on him being MVP at the start of the season when it was hundred to one. It was kind of bittersweet because the sweet was oh I won a hundred pound. The bitter was why was I so tight back in August? Why didn't I stick ten pound yeah. on, on MVP? Why didn't I just because I had a feeling it was going to happen? Hence the bet. Yeah. I thought the tools were there, the the weapons were there for him to succeed, and the Chiefs were always going to be an am- amazing offensive team this year because we all knew how bad the defense was going to be. So for them to succeed, they were going to have to score points. So why didn't I put more than a pound on it? <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. £100 a lot of money. It, it paid for my Sunday. I had an excellent time. It helped pay for that 26-inch pizza that we had. So I can't So what you could I say is that was, that was Mahomes giving that, that, that gift to you, basically. 
basically, yeah, he yeah. paid for my Sunday night and everything that I drank nice on him, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Thank you, Patrick. But yeah, the, the the man's incredible. He really, really is. And I don't think this will be the last MVP he wins. I'm hoping the next time he records an MVP or has an MVP speech, it's a pre-recorded speech from a hotel somewhere. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Um, I do feel like he's been robbed this season by not getting into the Super Bowl because of how well he's played. But one thing I do want to point out, and it really, really annoyed me when I woke up on Sunday morning, and it shouldn't have because I should have been happy about him winning the MVP, but what morons voted for Drew Brees? He got nine votes. <laughs> I know. Nine. Over Patrick Mahomes. Like, seriously, these guys need to ha- be looked at and have their heads looked at for voting for Brees because it wasn't close in the end. Yes, it was close going into December, but December just proved so pivotal in the MVP race. When it was level, they both had opportunities to go on and stake their claim. Drew Brees did anything but stake a claim, and Mahomes only got better. He got so much better. There's so much bias in this vote, and treating it like a lifetime achievement award that the people that decide who votes for the MVP needs to look at these nine guys or girls and say what the hell were you thinking why <laughs> should we you. why should we give you a vote next year that should have been a unanimous vote yeah. it should have been it should have been all 50 votes to Mahomes and it angers me that there's still people out there that put their own personal feelings about a player ahead of what they're actually or what actually happened bias shouldn't be allowed in these type of things yeah. if Mahomes had lost that MVP because of bias and I would have lost £100 because of bias I would have been fuming and the whole league would have seen what a joke of an award it would have been but I still think it's a little bit of a joke that nine those nine people were allowed to vote for Drew Brees yeah. when they took the votes in they, the guys that took the vote should have said really? Um, <laughs> do it again do you, do, you, <laughs> do you want to go back and double check that? Like there should have been a, like names with like boxes next to it and it should have just said Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes tick which one you want Yeah, it was a no contest it I wasn't mean, Aaron Donald it d- wasn't Andrew Luck it wasn't Drew Brees it was 100% Patrick Mahomes' vote to win and this, there were nine morons out there that were determined to rob him of it yeah what you've got to think about is is uh, the only way we can judge it is on is on the likes of social media, on Twitter and things like that. Mm-hmm. About you know when you get these polls put up and you click who you want, who you think is going to win MVP and stuff, and you get some percentage for the other player, you know, like Drew Brees and stuff. But when you start getting other rival fan bases making comments saying it's Mahomes. You know, like the Broncos fans, I've had some Raiders fans say it, uh, even Patriots fans have been saying it. Without a doubt, Mahomes is the MVP. And the only people that were sticking up for Drew Brees were Saints fans. Yeah. And proved themselves to be the saltiest, most bitter fan base ever. And and but this this whole argument of it being the MVP should be given to Brees because he's broken a career record. You know, the, the most Passing yards, what is it? Whatever it was, yeah, he broke that record in this season. But it isn't a seasonal record. Mahomes has broken what something like I mean, I can't even count how many he's broken. But it's just mm-hmm. one after the other and after the other. And the biggest thing that stood out was the fifty touchdowns, five thousand yards. The only second player in the entire NFL to ever do that. Mm-hmm. And they've got morons who are going, "Well, it's Drew Brees, isn't it?" Yeah, <laughs> and and the other the other thing as well was apparently um, 
Drew Brees got uh, he got duped one year, didn't he? Was it um, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Apparently, yeah. got more, uh, Brees got more touchdowns and passing yards, and Aaron Rodgers still got it or something. And yeah, I get that. Yeah, you would you you know he was probably done out of an MVP award there. But don't then start backing it backing it up like flipping it the other way. You know, complaining about you know uh, the player that had the most touchdowns and the most passing yards mm-hmm. not winning it that year, and then mm-hmm. trying to flip it round to make mm. your guy win, even well, though he didn't get the most touchdowns well, and passing. Well, I I conducted a little experiment a few weeks ago where I flipped the stats of Mahomes and Drew Brees, <laughs> yeah, and then that, sent yeah. and sent the tweet out as in who is the MVP. Well, loads of Saints fans got involved and were replying to it, replying to it. And little did they know that they were indirectly voting for Mahomes as the MVP <laughs> based on stats alone. That was a so, nice little uh, little um, experiment you did there, mate. Yeah, so we, we tricked them and it, just, it was just mind-boggling that they still believe that Drew Brees should be the MVP. We actually had a question come in about Patrick Mahomes and it's regarding next season. Yeah. And I can't remember who asked asked it, and I apologise to the person that sent it in. Well, but I think I can find it. Let's it was it basically was. Do we expect Mahomes to be even better next year? <laughs> um, I can't see him getting much much worse. I suppose. Um, you know, he's he's gonna get forty plus touchdowns. I would guess. That's the only thing I can kind of. You know, say really. Yeah, um, if I can't really see him getting over fifty plus touchdowns again, but I don't know. And you know, because there's going to be an element of other teams are going to find him out and um, you know try and try and nullify his strengths a little bit. Mm. So I, I'm I'm expecting it to be around about late thirties, early forties next year. Yeah, I I don't think he's going to put up the numbers. Um, whether he puts up the amount of wow plays, we'll have to wait and see. But there won't be a huge drop off for me because yeah. the guys are still going to be there. He's going to have another off season. Andy Reid's going to introduce more into the offense. We're going to have another running back, hopefully have a different second tight end to work with maybe some extra help on the offensive line as well. So I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say there's going to be a sophomore slump for Mahomes, even though it technically isn't a sophomore season, but we all know it really is. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see that happening. I I would be surprised if he put up similar sort of numbers, but he's still going to be a superstar. He's still going to be the quarterback to beat next year. There's going to be so many defensive coordinators scratching their heads that how do you beat this guy? And I will be interested to see how much he reigns back a little next year or yeah. whether he's still willing to be that daring guy that will just take shots and dare defences to beat him. I, 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 I can't wait personally to see what, what he does next year we've got a long old wait it's 212 days until the season starts but yeah I don't see a huge drop off at all to be the, honest the one thing I see as a, as a tasty prospect is he's seen a lot of various defensive schemes ahead of mm-hmm. him this yeah. season a, a lot I mean teams have thrown different types of things I mean the Ravens game was, was his coming out game I thought really it was one of the, the biggest games that he had to adjust a lot because they were disguising a lot of their mm-hmm. defensive schemes, weren't they? A lot of their players, and he's had to adjust to a lot of that. But he's, I, I think that's just added to his armor now. He's, he's got mm-hmm. this confidence. He's gonna be, he's gonna be seeing things that he's recognized from the previous season, mm-hmm. and 
he's he's going to be armed, ready for these things. I think his pre-snap's going to improve a bit more. Yeah. Probably not going to be brilliant, like you know some of the greats, but it's going to improve, and it's going to improve every year as he sees all his various defenses. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you look at, we've got the Patriots to play again, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, whenever that's going to be. Um, but he's seen the Patriots uh, twice already. And he's seen how tough that defense is, and he'll be going round in his mind this off season of what he's actually seen thrown at him, and there can't be much else that they can throw at him to 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 really try and um, keep him quiet because they didn't they couldn't keep him quiet in the second half both times, so he's clearly able to adjust to new you know new schemes and all that kind of thing, or throwing out the the, the current the current plan mm-hmm. to then go ahead and and you know change it all 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 of a sudden, but. I'm I'm like you, man. I, I I can't wait to see what he's going to do in his next year, um, because I think this this has been the start of a superstar for the NFL, and he's going to be here a long time. Yeah, absolutely. We actually had a question regarding the Patriots um, about when we could possibly play them next year, and will the NFL do the inevitable and stick the Patriots versus Chiefs as <laughs> Thursday night football again? Yeah, and I, want them to. I, I would like them to because we all know like Andy Reid off a bye. Um, is very good. Andy Reid off eight months would be even better. So, and obviously we saw what happened at the end of at the start of last season. So yeah, I would like them to do it to go in and ruin Matt Damon's night again. Was it Matt Damon? No, Mark Wahlberg. Sorry, Matt Mark, no. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Go and ruin Mark Wahlberg's night again. Oh God, uh, yeah, they've got to do another flag ceremony, haven't they? Yeah, oh, the banner God, ceremony. Oh, yeah. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what the NFL does there. Whether they want to put Mahomes versus Brady. In the first game of the season, we we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we. Yeah, I don't think the Patriots want the Chiefs ruining in their night again, do they? Um, no. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. That's, that's another thing as well. Why is it at Foxborough again? I did read the answer to this because a lot of people come out and said uh, they should be in Arrowhead this year because obviously the last time we played him on Baston, uh, same finishing division, it was in Foxborough. But I have no idea why. Um, it was like the Bills. We ended up playing the Bills like nine times in a row, and sometimes we played them three times in a row in Ralph Wilson. Sometimes we played them three times in a row in Arrowhead. Yeah. It just was all over the place. Really, no one really knew what was going on. And it's a bit like this with the Patriots. I can't be bothered to get my head around it because it seems complicated, and there's nothing you can do about it anyway. Even if you understand it, you've just got to go along with it. So, I'm sorry, I don't know the answer, but. <laughs> That's not that's not the first time I've never uh, not known an answer on this podcast. It sounds like you don't care. I don't. You, you'll I play them anyway, don't. is that what you're exactly. saying? Pretty much, mate. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, mate. Pretty we much. Have, we have the league MVP. We literally have the best player in the entire NFL, so I don't care where we play anyone yeah. and when. Honestly, I could not give two monkeys. When we come to doing our predictions in July for the season or August, I'm going to say 16-0, and 0, just to let you know. 16 and all. Yeah, because we do it game by game. And right now, if I look at the Chiefs lined up against any team in the NFL, the Chiefs are better man for man, quarterback for quarterback, coach for coach in every single team in the NFL. With a new defense. With a new defense and a new defensive coordinator as well. So. <sighs> I hope that works, you know. I, well, it can't get much worse, can it? It's, no, no, no. They're going to be better on defense. They have to be. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Um, there's a lot of questions coming in about uh, free agency and things like that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of Chiefs fans are now looking at that, and thinking, is there any value out there that we could probably get, or is there anybody any massive superstar that we could probably get? But 
before we go into who we think the Chiefs should probably pick, mm-hmm. how do we address the, uh, the 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 current roster, the current defensive players that we've got, the likes of Justin Houston and Eric Berry? I mean, it all depends on whether they're going to restructure and everything, and and whether the Chiefs have got enough money to go out shopping after that. But can you see Eric Berry restructuring or Justin Houston restructuring? Well, it's funny you mention that because Dave at Dave Fifty Web asked who will be the first somewhat big name player to be let go by the Chiefs and we sat here and talked about a little bit on the last show on the last video show about the Ford Houston Berry situation I still lean towards that if it's going to be anyone it's going to be Justin Houston I also I'm not entirely sure that the Chiefs make Stevie Nelson work out in a deal as well Mm. um I don't think Steven Nelson particularly produced this year. He started off okay, but it seemed towards at the end of the year, as the likes of Traverius Ward was having more success, Stevie Nelson was getting found out a little bit. And I like to think, oh, well, I would like to see what how well Nelson would have played if there was a competent corner opposite him the whole season. I think he might have been picked on a little bit, similar to how Scandrick was. Um, so I think Steven Nelson could be a casualty and the Chiefs don't re-sign him. Steve Nelson? Yeah, I I'm I think the Chiefs have holes at corners. I th- I think I generally think that when we go into next year, it's going to be Kendall Fuller and two new guys. Um, really? I think I think the secondary is going to get a big revamp. Um, I think Berry will still be there. I think Fuller will be there. But then when we're in our nickel package, I think you're going to see three new guys in in the secondary next year. Yeah. Well, so yeah, we've 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 still got like Armani Watts to come back. We do, we? we do, but he's not the safety that. Steve Spagnuolo knows. Steve, Steve Spagnuolo needs a game-changing, big-name safety mm-hmm. that can pretty much do it all. They come down, play in the box, cover deep. He needs the lot from this safety. And is Armani Watts that guy? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I'd like to see the Chiefs go after Landon Collins because he knows the system. He's played under it before. Um, he might be a little bit expensive. He might get franchise tags, and we might not even have this conversation. But I would like to see. This, the Chiefs go out and maybe get Spagnola. Uh, Spagnola go and get um, Landon Collins personally. Really? What about you? Who, who's the who's the guy outside of Ford, Houston, and Berry? Because we we're going to talk about those guys continuously for the next few months. Who's the one guy on the Chiefs team overall that you think might not be there next year? I I think you're right. I think the the Houston Houston's the one that really it's it's down to him, isn't it? I mean, if yeah. he restructures, we keep him without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. But um, it's whether he wants to. It's whether he's seen. The uh, you know this kid come in as the you know the, the quarterback of the future and that kind of thing and he's he's sniffing around thinking, do you know what? I'm getting on in my days. Mm-hmm. Could this be the chance for a uh, for a Super Bowl ring? Yeah. Um, and I think Barry's probably thinking that as well. Mm-hmm. So, I think both of them will restructure, but optimistic. Yeah. Um, because only because they see this bright future ahead, and I think they want to be part of it, and. This is going to be the key thing. Even in free agency, we're going to be getting quite a bit of interest from players thinking, Do you know what? There's a team there that's primed. It's primed yeah. there. And it, it's, you know, the defense needs work. I can be that guy to help bring mm-hmm. that Super Bowl ring. And I think you're right. I think the likes of Earl Thomas, I mean, me, me and Dave have said that before. I know he's been injured and I know he's, he's had his leg broken and all that kind of thing, but he could be that safety. So basically what you're saying is that we're going to have a team full of Kevin Durant's next year yes. that just go ring chasing. Yeah. I think nice. I think there's something is going to happen like that and I think there's going to be a lot of 
willing players there getting on a bit bit long in the tooth in 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 terms of you know playing days mm-hmm. and i think they're going to think you know what let's 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 go with this kid let's bring our experience our knowledge along to help this defense out and let's go let's just go and bag a ring um, i hope you're right um, I, I, i've seen the promised land mate <laughs> can you tell i just it's such a short career in american yeah. football that players like to make as much money as they possibly can yeah. and as quick as they can so um and you can't blame them it's a business at the end of the day it's, exactly. it's they've got to set themselves up for life haven't they but um i hope you're right justin houston has made a lot of money out of the chiefs same with eric berry um but again it comes down to their own situation and how much they feel like they need uh, over and balance that weigh that up rather against how much they want to ring um i don't think they both restructure personally no. Um, no, I think you're right in, with Justin Houston. I think if he's going to be anyone, it's going to be him. No, but... you see, I think because the Patriots won with the personnel that they had, that they don't have the megastars on defense or anything like that. They, mm-hmm. They've basically just used anybody off the street in a, in a yep. fashion, haven't they? And I think the teams are going to start looking at that more now. They're going to be no. more scheme than personnel. No, I, I disagree with you there because the, the, the key difference there is Bill Belichick. Um, yeah, Bill but you know, these coordinators, you know what these coordinators are like? They, no. they, they, their egos follow them as well. They'd be thinking, do you know what? If Belichick can do it, I can do it. No, Bill Belichick's been doing that for years with <laughs> yeah. multiple different defensive players and the same with the offense. The only two stalwarts of the Patriots' um, entire organization has been Belichick and Tom Brady. They've just turned the roster over, over and over and over again. It didn't really matter because... Belichick is the genius there and I don't think you can try to recreate the Patriot way I just think it's borderline impossible yeah. I generally do um, I'd love for the Chiefs to be able to do it but I just don't think you can yeah. become what they are they are such an in, uh, like they, uh, I'm waffling again why do I always do this when I talk about <laughs> other teams well, but well, go on no, I was going to say. I was going to say because um, we're talking about these free agent pickups, and it's it's something that Alex Boyer said on our on our questions uh, at Alex Boyer KC, who basically said, "What's the free agent pickups the Chiefs could make this season that could make the difference?" He's mentioned Anthony Barr. Well, yeah, that would be for that that, that linebacker for that yeah. linebacker position we're going to need. But again, it comes down to affordability and how much a player wants to to make before deciding on which team he comes to uh, Anthony Barr might might be interested in coming to Chiefs to get a ring but the Chiefs have got some monster decisions to make this off season with the likes of Hill Jones Ford and Houston and Berry mm. and until those decisions are made and we know what the contract situation is going to be like for all five of those guys then we don't really know who the Chiefs are going to be able to get in. obviously we've got guys that we can we can point out and take our fancy but end of the day we're going to be pretty clueless on this situation for the next month or so until free agency opens seriously i think brett veach and the you know the chiefs organization are in a brilliant negotiating position right now because this team is well vegas has said the the favorites (laughs) of the next super bowl yeah surely they're going to be going into these into these negotiations lowballing these agents <laughs> saying do you know what no i'm not doing that because we've got a team that's primed ready for a super bowl run and 
if your t- if your guy's not going to be part of that, then I'm, I'm sure somebody else is is going to pay big bucks for mm-hmm. him. But if you want a Super Bowl ring or you want to chase for a Super Bowl ring, this is the team you need to be a part of. I think mm-hmm. I think all the, all the power is in the Chiefs' hands at the minute mm-hmm. of getting it's, who they need. It's the Mahomes effect. And it you is. Know, Mahomes has affected everyone and affected the way that everyone plays quarterback as well. We yeah. saw ourselves in Fan Bowl on Sunday when our very own quarterback Jacob Matthews um, very limited with his ability he can throw a nice ball but at the end of the day he's not a quarterback he's a defensive tackle at heart really but he fancied slinging a ball on Sunday and we're winning the game and we're comfortable whatever but we're driving and we just want to pile on points so what does Jacob try? He tries the no-look pass. A no-look pass. The no-look pass. This is the Mahomes effect. He's basically ruining games all over the world. Jacob throws the no-look pass straight into double co- straight into double coverage, and the other team almost scores a pick six. That's what you've done, Patrick Mahomes. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen everywhere now. Kids, Kids everywhere. everywhere yeah. They're going to be trying left-handed passes. They're going to be trying be, no-look passes behind be the back passes. flying through into windows and stones and rocks and all the people trying to do the no-look pass in the playground Just, and stuff, aren't they? What a time to be alive. I know. That the, the Chiefs quarterback is the one setting all of the trends. Yeah. I, I Seriously, he's, he's been a gift from the gods. He has. He has. And I, Could I, we sound any more fanboy, by the way? Oh, <laughs> man, I, I don't care. <laughs> How long have we waited for a player like this? Yeah, I know, I know. We, we just literally spent 40 minutes kissing Mahomes' ass, and I don't even care. Do you know what we sound like? We sound like Patriots fans and Tom Brady, don't we? <laughs> we do, we do. We actually had someone co- co- uh, message in, actually, and said, how unfortunate is it that the the po- two podcast hosts, me and you today, uh, between us, are just a wise short of spelling out Tom Brady? <laughs> uh, oh, that, that made me that made me a little depressed. I'm not going to lie. Um, let's let's rattle through these last questions before we want before yeah. we go because we're we're going on a bit. Um, Ryan Tracy wants to know what the uh, the best UK brewery is. The best UK brewery. Yeah. Um, we don't have one. By the way, it's Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs. Who's oh, it's our Ryan, show. is it? Yeah, it's our Ryan. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's our Ryan. Hope he's all right over there. And he's he's getting over the uh, you know the Super Bowl, the, yeah. the rubbish Super Bowl. But no, going to his question, um, I don't know. I really don't know. I was I would have said the Guinness Factory, but that's in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not even ours. Um, really, I don't know. For I me, really it's, don't know. for me, I've become. I used when I was younger. I used to really enjoy cider, and then for like for my my early twenties through to my late twenties, I went back to lager. I say back to lager like I was addicted to lager when I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> back to lager, <laughs> but then recently, the last Using couple your of years, <laughs> <laughs> getting uh, the vein. Yeah, <laughs> last couple of years, I've really started enjoying cider again. So I'm going to say the Fatchers. Uh, brewery Thatchers uh, yeah yeah I've you've become, got me on the side it I've become a su- I've become a sucker for a Thatchers at the moment whether it's haze or gold I just love it but yeah. do you know what I I, I shit you not excuse my French and um, the best cider I ever had was in Kansas City yeah oh yeah. the um Boulevard one no no I can't remember what the name it was but I remember have I remember having a cider in this bar in Kansas City and thinking what 
the hell has happened there? <laughs> like it was, I don't know if it was Kansas City bias on my part, but it was incredible. And if anyone listens to the show that drinks cider in Kansas City, if you can send me a name of a, of a few breweries that make cider in, in and around Kansas City or Missouri or whatever, just send me the names and so I can go yeah. and do some investigating. Everything tasted better in Kansas City. <laughs> Everything. I mean, it, it, it was. I seriously looked like a tourist when I was, and I got a Dr Pepper out of, out of the fridge to buy it. I was like, mm. oh my god, how fat is that bottle? <laughs> right? And then when I opened it and drank it, I was like, oh my god, how good? How good does that taste? Yeah, fizzy Dave, drinks definitely just, taste better. Yeah, Dave just went, yeah, that's sugar, mate. <laughs> It's just not. It's, what is this sugar? <laughs> it's just not regulated over there, it's, and it's, no, it's so, so much better. It just everything tasted better. Uh, yeah. the, the meats, the food, the, the just uh, the drink, and yeah, I think even some of the beer. Because um, when we were at the tailgate, um, Dan uh, Dan Joy, we were there. He actually arranged to get um, a, a van, wasn't it, with these mm. these pumps on the side? I've never seen anything like that before <laughs> in my life. And the beer out of that was just like. Oh man, it was beautiful. It was just really nice. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 so not with um, UK beers or lagers or anything like that. Really, I I'm I'm all on I'm all on board with the like Boulevard and stuff mm. like that. Nice, um, nice. Yeah, Try, but, I like it, Brad. Trying to get some more listens and uh, like curry favour with a few people. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was just lovely stuff. <laughs> it just went down so well. It might have been the heat. It might have been the occasion <laughs> and all that kind of thing, but. Um, yeah, everything just tasted better. Nice. <laughs> um, a guy called Not Really Tony at Anthony Tattoo yeah. has asked which one of you or ya by a runs a faster forty. This isn't even a question. And if you it's me piss off, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no chance. I I think you would struggle to break six seconds. Like I think you would lose to Rich Eisen. I'm not really. Gonna yeah, I reckon I'd be around the five five fifty mark. Well, you haven't seen me move properly, have you? Maybe five sixty, but yeah, you you've de- <laughs> seen you move properly. You haven't seen me move properly <laughs> in a straight line and not on a boggy field somewhere uh, that's slipping around. <laughs> okay, next time we're together, we'll do a forty. We'll time each other. <laughs> right, yeah, de- we'll do that. De- definitely, definitely. That'd be Dave that one it because he's he's been the youngest, fittest. Yeah. playing the game oh yeah like, David beat us both of us 100% yeah, yeah 100% yeah, he definitely beat us to that yeah um, so yeah it's down to me and you mate I'm not having a beer bet cause I, and I'm not even having a meal bet because I lost one and I had to buy you a meal again didn't I you did you did again that's the second meal bet I've lost in two seasons stop making stupid bets <sighs> do you know what I'm, I'm I'm actually seriously thinking of making another Demarcus Robinson bet again. <laughs> we'll we'll do this in August. We'll save bets for August. I'm seriously thinking it's, about it. Mate. It's know. a long old off season. <laughs> well, speaking of off season, I might as well tell you guys what we've got planned. If you're yeah. still with us, you might have turned us off a few minutes ago, but if you're still with us, we've got some exciting shows coming up. This is a project that myself, uh, Brad, Dave, Ryan Tracy, and Seth from the athletic are all getting involved in basically we're going to bring you a series of podcasts but the podcasts are basically going to be past casts so we're going to take games from previous years for example the first one's going to be the 2011 win over the packers and we're going to get together and record the podcast as if it just happened 
we're really excited. We don't even know what happened after, you know, we don't know what's happening in 2019. Exactly. 2019 hasn't even happened. We're going to record it like we do a normal Monday show, and we're going to do eight of them throughout the season. If you have a particular game you want us to talk about, send it in. As long as we can get a hold of the full game footage, we will give it a go. We're really excited. <laughs> We're really excited about this. We don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, it might be terrible. We we'll scrap it after one, but we think in our heads that it's going to be good. Yeah, we 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 think it. Let us know what you think. Let us get, send us a tweet. Send us a message on Facebook, and just tell us yes, this is a good idea. We're onto something, or no, blow it up and kill it with fire immediately. Just <laughs> just let us fire. know. Just let us know that we're hoping to have the first one out in two or three weeks' time. And like I said, it's going to be that famous 2011 win over the Green Bay Packers when they were 13 and 0, and we had Carl Orton and Romeo Cronell um, just come in and <laughs> unbelievably take a win over the undefeated. Green Bay Packers. So yeah, that's going to start in the next couple of weeks. Watch this space. Uh, keep an eye out because it is going to be good. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think we're going to go quite podcast heavy in the new uh, the new season as well, aren't we? We're going to... We are. We are. Well, I mean that 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 video one that we did that we were putting on the the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. That's doing so well at the minute. We've had some great responses from people who watched that. Um, I think that's going to grow better. I think I think that'll grow a bit uh, bigger than what we've we've ever thought before um, because. I don't know. People just seem to like our faces. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe we've got friendly know. faces, mate. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Might be your dimples, maybe. 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 You've got a trustworthy air host face. We've said this before, anyway. <laughs> air host face? Yeah. It's all round and peachy and trustworthy. <laughs> peachy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we wrap this up? I've got a football game to go and watch. <laughs> what are you watching? Brighton in the FA Cup. Don't tell me the score. I've, I've got it recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All oh, right. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Good luck with that, mate. I'd, I'd, it, do you know what? It'd probably be better than the Patriots Rams Super Bowl it, game. It. It will be. It will be. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll. We'll leave it at that then. All right then. Well, that's it for this week's uh, podcast. But before we go, we just want to thank everyone who's listened to these podcasts throughout the season. Uh, it's been. It's been great recording them. Great fun and and been some fantastic moments. Um, don't forget. We're actually doing a, a vote at the minute on the Twitter page, which is the moment of the year. Um, go and check those out. We've out, what round are we on now? Is it the last quarterfinals? Something quarterfinals, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know they'll be going up uh, pretty soon, so you can vote on those again. So we we want to know what has been the best moment throughout this season, and there's a lot of Patrick Mahomes on there. <laughs> there's a lot of Patrick Mahomes. There is others on there, but there is a, there's a lot of Patrick Mahomes. Well, how could how could there not be? You know. Um, but uh, going forward in 2019, we'll be making quite a few changes, you know, here and there, but mostly on podcast talk and, and getting more involved with everybody's uh, discussion points and stuff. So uh, for more articles and discussion points uh, about the Chiefs, head over to our Heads Abroad Facebook and the Twitter page at KC Chiefs underscore UK to find out more. So from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. <laughs>